Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with With daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> on this lovely Sunday, beautiful afternoon, <laughs> my man looking like... Well, it's, it's, it's evening, son. Well, afternoon, evening, same difference. It's beautiful yeah. out there, mate. It is beautiful out there. Um, big up A Awusu live. Lou Ben Drew. Come on, the fight is right. More strength. You know how we do this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, it brings me great honor and pleasure as we do every Sunday to say these now immortal words. Dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down. Look, I'm not only on a long talk, we're even gonna start on this thing straight off of the back because like Tun, we got we got AJ, we got AJ Usik in less than two weeks, and no one's not talking about the blinking fight. <laughs> Bro, it's a mad thing. This is a big, big contest. The only people talking about this thing is us. Listen to me, yeah? And I think it's disgraceful, you know? Bruv, it, it, it should be getting way more traction. No, no, no. It's disgraceful. But I ain't going to get into the politics or politics or whatever you want to go call it on this thing here. But the, the I'm looking at this thing right now, Anton. No talk about the fight. You know what I mean? I haven't seen not one advert. You know what I mean? One guy who sells fruits and that, he did a little promo thing he sent it to me and then man liked it up. I posted it yesterday okay. right he done his own promo thing and I'm sa I'm saying to myself like I'm keeping this thing 100 it seems like the whole industry is turning against Eddie Hearn you know to... mm, I'm, I'm sorry guys it seems like the whole industry has turned against Eddie Hearn because how can we see a unified heavyweight championship of the world yeah mm. right a unified heavyweight championship of the world right AJ's looking to do something that only the great 
Muhammad Ali has done. Van der Holyfield actually won a world title four times, but Lennox Lewis was seen as a premier heavyweight champion at the time, right? But Ali was the most prominent one when he beat. We're getting some feedback, Ben. You getting some feedback? Is that your phone? Your phone. It's, that's it like could be. Phone. I'll put the phone on the floor now. Sorry. Yeah. No feedback now. No, no, no. It's good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was actually the phone. My apologies, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just looking at this thing now, and I'm saying to myself, yeah. I get why, like, Sky bought the fight, yeah? Yes. Sky bought the fight, and I'm telling you again, yeah? Big up, Marks. I'm telling you again, Sky did not outbid the zone for the, for the, for the, when, for the fight, right? The Saudis, the Saudis, let's call it as it is, the Saudis went with Sky because they're a bigger broadcasting company than the zone. And they said they want more eyeballs on this thing because um, the Saudis are pushing hard for this this 2030. 2030 is this new expansion of Saudi Arabia where you know what I mean they've built up some mad complex out there. They're doing they're doing mad things to bring eyeballs to the country because they are. Now I want to know this ton, and I'm asking you this question as well. We have now seen like. I remember when, when Eddie Hearn came into the game and he started promoting. And if we go back to, was it like, like 2010, right? He was taking fires out of contract with Frank Warren, right? And the thing was, Frank Warren was the baddie. Look how he's handled everyone. Blah, 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 and all the rest of it. And what's the words by Nietzsche? Be mindful of the, 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 the monsters that you, that you fight. Because in essence, you can become that monster yourself because if you look long enough at the abyss, the abyss will stare back at you. So all when they're all trying to ban Frank Warren and all the rest of it, hold up a second now, it seems like you're now taking on the same kind of behavior. Because now, all of the fighters who are with you, look, you saw Lerone Richards, oh, why I've left Matthew. He's gone. Yes. Right, we're seeing all of these fighters that they're going and they're saying, right, um... We want to jump back now. We want to go. We want to. We want to be fighting on Sky, or even more so. The big boy move this week. Frank Warren, the Josie Parker versus Joe Joyce fight. Yeah, right, on BT. Is, is on BT. Yes. And, I, I'm, and and Frank Warren will butt up Ben Shalom and say, "Look, shut your mouth." <laughs> right. So I'm just I'm just letting man I'm just letting man know this thing straight to him. I'm not I'm not I'm not playing around no more. You know, because I'm just listen. Like I said, I'm back. Like, I ain't no long talk, right? I'm not, listen, you have to deal with people with your experiences that you that you get from them. So I'm not buying into the next hearsay or all the rest of it or this, that, that, and, and, and all the rest of it and blah, 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 blah. What I am saying is this. AJ has got the fight of his life because we've just seen the, the footage of Usyk and Usyk looked big nor us. He don't look fat. He looked big to him. Hercules to me, bro. He looked like Hercules. He looks like he means business. But having said that, I, I do feel an invisible energy from AJ. You know, AJ's got monster energy, you know, and uh, even more monstrous when he's focused and his eyes on the ball, you know. But, you know, seeing those first clips of Usyk yesterday or today or whenever it was, led me to believe uh, and, or anticipate that this is going to be a great fight, Spence. 
This is and this fight could end in a stoppage either way. You know what? I agree with you. But you know what? Who is it? I was talking to Clifton Mitchell yesterday. And big up Clifton Mitchell with um Sandy Ryan getting her rematch win. Big up Sandy. Yeah, got big up. And I spoke to Sandy. I spoke to <laughs> like Clifton phoned me after the fight. And like and Sandy was in the in the change room. I said, no, I had to big I had to big them up because you know, like Clifton Mitchell's company now ain't doing the security for Matchroom anymore. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they're not doing it anymore. So, like, um, Matchroom said they're going to move in another direction and they didn't hire them. And, like, Clifton was saying, like, yeah, watch. He said, like, everybody wanted us to lose when we turn up to the place. So we had to bust, we had to bust up the place. So big up Clifton Mitchell. Chris said, who said looks like he's a roadman science? <laughs> Bro, Usyk looks serious. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, but bro, I ain't seen no pictures of AJ yet. But I know AJ's on it as well. No, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen pictures of AJ. Yes. Yeah, you know I mean, and AJ looks like he's on it. We just, I just pray, please God, that I you are. I can feel it. You know, I'm not. I don't really. Sometimes the eyes can lie. You know, it, it, you know, it's thought, feelings, and actions, and I tend to operate based on feelings. And uh, I feel something in the air for AJ. I hope. You know, I, I'm personally backing him regardless. Um, and um, it's just, it's a fight where I feel that we're all anticipating something big, something special to happen on that night. Um, carry on, Spence, sorry. Well, you know what? I'm looking, like I said, I'm looking forward to, to I'm looking forward to this fight. Really, really looking forward to this fight. Um, sim simply because... I want to know, or we're going to see what AJ has done in his training and what AJ has done in preparation mentally more than anything, right? Because <laughs> yes. we, we all know that AJ trains hard anyway. So no one can't bring him to train harder because he, he trains hard. He trains hard. Yes. Right. So I want to know what you're bringing, like, technically and mentally to this game. And we shall see because Robert Garcia... Robert Garcia better be bringing something to the camp. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you should, you should give me that 10%. I'll split with Tundi, five, eight, five each. <laughs> five, five. I'm sure Mr. Garcia has bought something. And, you know, we've, we've, we've touched on it previously. And this fight is all about mindset. You know, AJ has to have the correct mindset going into this fight, which I believe that he, he will have. We know it can't be a dilly-dally, dance and prance kind of fight. That this ain't the one. This is the one where you go in there, you display your superior strength, power, physicality, and you just broke up a man. That's what it's, bro. That's I mean, we can all, you know, give it the nice words and and what have you. But when it comes down to it, someone has got a bite down in his gum on their gum shields, and just go for it. You know, in a in a methodical, technical way. Roadman science doesn't mean you just go in there all swing gun blaze. It means that you have to be aggressive. Aggressive. And aggression, in my opinion, is what is needed for this fight. You need a few warnings from the ref. Clap a man in the back of the head if you have to. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty. If AJ, if AJ don't lose a point in this fight, he's not fighting the right fight. <laughs> no, well... 
it's the mindset. The mindset, yeah, listen, we're not asking him to go and break the Queensbury rules. That will be beyond us. But it definitely... No, Tundi, Tundi, I am telling him to, to break. <laughs> well, that's like, you. You can with your nice, nice, with your pearl white teeth. No, I'm telling you, AJ needs to break rules. AJ needs to, like, like punch arms, punch shoulders, punch in the back of the head, punch kneecaps, punch, punch groin, everything to offset the mindset. And the next thing is this. Usi can't take body shots, you know? Yeah, but I've, I said that from the first fight. Right. Usi can't take body shots. But but I see one time, I watched back the fight. I seen, um, I think it was like round four, AJ clapping with a left hook to the body, you know? Yeah. But yeah, he never he followed through on it. But it's not that he can't take body shots. He's very good at evading it. Once he feels a little touch, he will go left, right, left, right. And for this fight, again, I've said it, you know, I'm not hiding it. There has to be a lot of movement both sides. You can't just think he's a southpaw, let me move over to the left on the outside. You've got to go inside, outside, inside, out, left, right, left, right, twist him up and go forward, obviously. And so it's, it's a difficult one. And, you know, I say it week in, week out. Boxing is the easiest sport to talk about. Not so easy to do, mate. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? And it hasn't helped. Like, I'm going to keep this thing 100 again, yeah? On, like, the lack of exposure at this fight. Because it's actually annoying me, Tundi. Okay, yes. yes. No, I'm going to be real. It's, it is. It's actually annoying me on another level. And it hasn't helped. And Gareth A. Davis is a friend of ours. He's a friend of the show as well, right? But it don't help when Gareth A. Davis, yeah? will jump up on his pedestal and say, well, AJ, AJ Usyk should have been back here in England. It shouldn't have been in Saudi Arabia. Why should it be in Saudi Arabia when AJ's getting 35 million? Mm. Yeah, I mean, Usyk's getting 35 million. Serious money. Right, of course it's serious money. So how can we turn around and say the fight shouldn't be there? Listen, when you're world champion, you're not just world champion of Great Britain. You're not just world champion of London. You're yeah. world champion of the whole wide world. That's a great point. Right. That's because I know, I know when Muhammad Ali was world champion, he fought everywhere. Everywhere. The Thriller in Manila, what was that? What was that? Was that in Kentucky? You know what I mean? The Rumble in the Jungle, was that in Kentucky? That's where Ali was from? So mm. we can't, we can't, you know what I mean? And then he moved to Chicago. We all know the reason why he moved to Chicago. You know what I mean? But, we, so we can't, we, when you're world champion, you're world champion. You're meant to be that. I mean, when Ali fought um, um, Joe Bugner. You know what I mean? That was in Kuala Lumpur. Yes. Right, that's when you, your world, your world champion travel the thing, right? Because, nah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Because I know, like, there's been a lot of money invested in, and remember, AJ's got life changing money, right? So, and when man is saying, oh, well, he's gone for the money, all up a second, it's called price fight. <laughs> what's, what's supposed to go for? For sure, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, big up, Daniel Grace. Daniel, I'm going to link you tomorrow as well, man. Big up for all your help and support, right? So when you look at it, like, and also I'll be remiss, Tundi, if I don't mention School Challenge Entertainment that's putting this whole thing on, um, the Sports Ministry of Saudi Arabia and Prince Khalid, these men have come and put this thing on. So really and truly, the only reason why I'm backing it, because I'm just waiting for like, for like our lion to become world champion. We can go out there and bust up some of their peas, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's a great fight. It's a massive fight. And um, it is. Uh, what would you say the reason is? What What's the actual reason behind the fact of the lack 
of exposure for this fight. I know. I'm gonna keep it 100. I, I think. Wait, 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 wait. I know somebody on. has said that Sky started promoting it from yesterday. Um, and the fight's two weeks away. But the fight's two weeks away. Is that enough time? I don't know. But what would you see? The what would you say the reason is behind it? If if there is actual reason. Um. I think they're trying to teach. I think they're trying to teach Eddie Hearn a lesson. I think they're trying to push. This I really do. Um, I think the mere fact of them winning the, um, not winning, them being lower than the zone but getting the fight. Um, I think. I remember it's, it's going to be an all-time high as well. I think it's like twenty-six pound for the fight if you want to buy the fight. I yeah. think they try. I think. I do. I is think a bit high in the current situation. Of course it is. Tundi. You, thank God it's sunny outside because you don't want to turn on your electrics or no no <laughs> heat in your house right now. <laughs> Trust me, electric is a high right now, fam. Bro, I'm Tundi. I'm lighting candle in my house. Boy, I've got a penny pinch now. This is bro, I'm gonna turn off these studio lights, fam. Bro. <laughs> but Tundi, listen, thank you. What's that? Uh, no, it's said it's 26. 26.90, £27 for the Viton. Wow. Nas, uh, thank you for the £4.49. £4.49, sorry. He says, it seems like Sky have bought this fight to shelf it, to punish him for leaving. Is it this the beginning of end of matchroom? Everyone seems to be leaving him. Well, matchroom, you know what? Matchroom is an organisation. Eddie Hearn is an individual, so... Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Now I'm I'm not saying like every like to go back to your question because it actually coincides with what Nas just said, right? Um, whatever you give out, that's what you're gonna get back. So respect begets respect. Simple as that. Now I'm not banning Eddie Hearn because I think Eddie Hearn's been great for the sport, it, right? I think he's, especially for British boxing, I think he's been great for the sport of boxing. But when you're when you're up there, as Lloyd Hannigan always just said to me, Spencer, the more the monkey climb, is the more embattled expose, right? So the higher you get, your flaws are going to be more, you know I mean, more evident, more exposed. But like I said. It's just really weird, Ton. I'm saying, when have we ever seen an AJ fight and we're thinking, right, it's two weeks away, we're usually all gassed about it. We're usually, you know what I mean? We're usually, yeah, yeah. Even the last time out when he fought Ruiz in a rematch, because he lost to Ruiz, it was like, yeah, what's, what, what kind of style is he going to fight? How is he going to fight? It was, there was a lot of intrigue. In this one here, we're intrigued about it because me and Tony speak about this fight every day. But it's mad that we're not seeing this thing like, but what that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking any sides in or anything. But what has that actually got to do with Eddie Hearn? Like, he, isn't he just promoting Spence? Isn't he just being a promoter? Isn't no. Is it wait, wait, wait? Isn't that what promoters are supposed to do? They're supposed to jazz up the fight and talk. You know, Don King done it very successfully back in the seventies and eighties. I know you're the historian on that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But but I can't see what really he's doing wrong other than, you know, trying to make things bigger than what they are uh, in terms of taking it... Oh, you're going to answer, but in terms of yeah. taking it internationally, what actually has he done wrong? Why are so many people against this young man? 
that is trying to make boxing bigger? Um, I would say, I would say this when it comes to this fight in particular. Yes. We, ain't heard, we ain't heard Eddie Hearn's voice on it. But that's because he's not promoting it. <laughs> we, we ain't heard. We ain't heard. We ain't heard. No, because allegedly, like they had the rights and they they sold, they 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 sold the rights. Totally sitting on the fence. No, bro. I just mean I'm just you got you got to spit out the questions. <laughs> Go right, on, exactly. Right. So I'm saying like they had like on. I think sometimes people hate on success. Mm. Right? So I'm not knocking Eddie Hearn for anything that he's done for or ain't done. Sometimes people hate on success. But what I'm trying to say is that no matter how when you bust, always show respect. Okay, so you feel that he may have uh made it more about himself and not respect others? Well, 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 I believe that I believe that he did make it about himself, but I'm not knocking him for making it about himself. Well, he's, got million, he's got over a million a million Instagram followers, so probably he's doing something. So, so, <laughs> so you can buy him. I don't care about that. Yeah, you know I mean, right. So, where man's all of this, all of this, like, uh, uh, on this, on this followers, like I said to you already, man, there'd be certain dictators of, of countries who've had millions of followers, but I know Jesus only had 12, so I'd rather roll like Jesus. Wait, well, he may have only had 12 followers, but he ain't got 12 followers today. No, 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 no Jesus, Jesus, got more, Jesus ain't got no Instagram, and he's got more followers than Instagram. <laughs> all type boxing, but thank you for the two pounds. Towards Spencer's electric or candles. <laughs> Come on, man, supporting out here on all levels. Bro, uh, I'm telling you that now. It's hard out here, bro. Uh, thank you, SJ, for the $5. He said, music has bulked up for this fight. Will this slow him up and give the advantage to AJ? Or will it help Usyk finish AJ by KO, TKO? Thank you very much. And thank you. SJ, because that is a fantastic question, one which I'm waiting for Spencer to answer, because I know what I think. I think... Oh, I'll let you answer first, Spencer. No, go on, go on, son. Now, I think Usyk is sad in his own death, death warrant, because, <laughs> bro, you can't move slow against AJ. And, yeah, I can understand the physicality. What are you going to do? Go toe-to-toe with AJ? I don't think so. Um, I, I, I think... You know, you're you're trying the unnatural thing with a natural, natural, strong, powerful, athletic man who probably doesn't even need to do any type of weight training or anything like that, or as they call it, calisthenics or strength and conditioning or whatever. AJ can just be natural and be powerful. And so when you're trying to put the unnatural into the, the, to the natural, I think sometimes it does take away a little bit. So... I think it is playing into AJ's hands a bit, but I, I know Usyk ain't sitting there thinking what is going to benefit AJ. Or not. I know he's thinking what's going to benefit him. And obviously, if you, can, could it be that he actually has naturally put on the weight, moving up to the heavyweight division? Tundi, they, they've all done it. If you look at all the cruiserweights in the past, who have yes. moved up to heavyweight, yes. right? they, they all have to bulk up because you're going to have to bulk up. Right mm. now, it's even though he looks he looks bigger, he looks thicker. He don't look unnatural. Like oh, he's really gone to town. Like he's on some juicing thing. No, it okay. looks like he's got a piece of belly. Yeah, he's got a piece of belly on him. And mm. also, also he could be looking and saying like, 
Yusuf Ali, thank you for watching from East Africa. Yes, this is live, yeah. Yusuf. Right? So when I'm looking, when I'm looking at someone like um Usyk, and you're saying he's bulking up, he most probably walked around big anyway when he's doing cruiserweight. You know what I mean? He had to cut weight to get that to cruiserweight. Yes. So I yes. think I think in Usyk's head, he's saying, you know what? I clapped AJ in the last round and I hurt him. You know what I mean? But he hurt AJ a couple times in that fight. You know? But, but you know, I was watching, it's funny you say that. I was watching a bit of rerun. You know, AJ, you see when he was on the ropes in the last 10, 15 seconds? None of those punches never landed, you know, Spence. Yeah, regardless that never landed, yeah? The one that did land, when he threw, he threw the straight left the hand to one, AJ. Yeah, the first yeah. one landed. Yeah. But the rest of them, AJ slipped, slide, rolled, pulled. It didn't actually land. So I think, you know, when we're watching it live, we was thinking it was worse than it actually is. But he, did, he was very still quite evasive in that 12th round. You know and what? Like I said, AJ... AJ, we, we can't just say like he's new in this boxing thing now, Tony, because he's been in the game for a hot minute. You know what I mean? AJ's been a professional for nine years, Tony. Yes. Right. You must have picked up something in those nine years. Well, I, apart I'm from a, right. So I don't. You know what I mean? So on certain things, I'm not really gonna. I'm not. I'm not buying into. Right. But the thing is, when you hear something for so long for so many people, you buy into it yourself. So I like the fact that AJ hasn't been that vocal on social media this time. It seems yeah. like he's just locked down and said, right, right, because you, you do buy into it. People were saying to AJ, yeah, Anthony Joshua, there's no way on earth that you could stand. And who is it? What's the guy? Oh, the old fellow who writes a telegraph. There's no way that you can stand and box against Usyk. No, I work Colin Art. Colin Art was the Sun newspaper, right? But Colin Art was saying that stuff as well, right? Because yeah. now Colin Art saying, no, this time I think maybe... Maybe I can see a stoppage by Usyk. But what I noticed is this. It's like a lot of people are switching on AJ right now because yes, AJ yes. left Robert McCracken. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. And a lot of our success in, pro in professional boxing has come out from the amateur ranks with the success that we had in the 2012 Olympics with London Olympics. And a lot of that, a lot of that was put on the shoulders of Robert McCracken. What do you get MB after that? Right? So a lot of that was put on the shoulders of Robert McCracken and the work that he's done. So now, um, AJ leaving Robert McCracken, um, it's the industry. You know how it goes. It's the industry. Yeah. It's, the, you yeah, might be right. it's the industry. You might be right. Um, thank you. The feedback again. And I know it's coming soon. Yeah, gone. It's gone now, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's still feedback. Just turn your phone off, man. Yeah, I'm going to lock it off, man. Um, thank you, Small Axe, um, for the five pound. If that's my bridge Small Axe, Sigi, big up, done, though. Uh, blessings on the day of rest, and you two for being the best. Even with no promotion, AJ is focused, and Usyk has come for war. Come, has come from war. It's going to be a war. My sentiment, exactly. This is going to be a fight. This is going to be a fight. You feel it. It can't be nothing less, it, you know. And I'm telling you, if man goes out swinging from round one, the fight can be over within six rounds. Um, I had the great pleasure of meeting uh, AJ's amateur trainer, uh, a good friend, Sean Murphy. He came down to our gym um, uh, 
last week, Thursday, uh, he brought a kid down there. Um, and may so, I add, former British featherweight champion. Yeah, Sean, Sean Murphy. What Sean Murphy. Sean what, Murphy what would a, fall left in your belly till you knew what time of day it was. <laughs> what a beautiful man. Uh, a, a, a great man of vibes. Bro, energy don't lie, you know. And um, me and him, before the spar, sparring took place, me and him was just cracking joke, talking about how things have done. And, you know, he's old school, you know. And um, we were, you know, he told me some some wonderful stories about AJ. And one of the stories, which I will say online, other stuff I won't, is the story how AJ, from day one, wanted to get better at one particular thing, consistently over and over and over and over again. And, and I believe he's still learning today. I believe he can get better. I believe that even though he is nine years in as a professional, he's still getting better. He's still getting better. I mean, listen, you look, McKinson fought Virgil Ortiz last night. We'll, we'll speak about that before the show's over. Um, McKinson was saying he's at it the hard way and everything like that. You know, he's come up, he's full undefeated fighters. Virgil Ortiz said, oh, no, fam, I've been doing this thing since I'm five years old. What, you think anyone give this, give this to And the reason why I say that is because for people who weren't born into this sport, for people who, who like AJ and Anthony Yard, who have come in it later on in life to achieve and get to the heights of what it shows a different type of dedication and they can still learn because if someone's been doing this from five years old and they're in their 20s you can't tell me that a guy that started boxing when he's maybe 80 90 cannot still be learning and and in that respect i feel that aj can get better and 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 he has got better and when he has lost he's come back readjust and he's done the business so i feel that he can do the business this time spence you know what i hope i hope that he does you know what I mean? Um, what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to play down the skills of Usyk because he's very, he's very skillful. I'm not going to play that down. <laughs> All right? And I'm not going to play down also the mental toughness of Usyk. He's a mentally strong brother, you know? Mm, you, right? Me. Pardon telling, me? You're telling me. Very, yeah. very strong. Yeah, and that's why, guy, that's why my mastery strategies again relentless winning mindset that's what's needed for this fight it's what i mean we all know it we, we all know it and i mean listen the layman on the street um marcus russ i don't know what you mean by not true but the layman on the street um can just look and see looking at the first fight that there has to be a change and i believe there's going to be a change there has to be a change there has to be a change. And, and AJ is a person, in my opinion, from what I can see from the outside, is always difficult. You know, you, you can't judge people 100% from the outside. Uh, you, you know, um, I think he's one of them people that can make the adjustment. But I, I agree with you, Usyk is a problem because his first skill is mental. All his, right. His mentality, that's his first skill. It's, his, it's the mindset. The guy cleaned up the cruiserweight division, jumped up to heavyweight, and took the belts. Oh, that's serious. Of course that's it's serious. serious. That's serious. So, um, 
<laughs> Man said, Tony's backing Andy Joshua because he's Nigerian. Now I'm backing him because I feel that AJ has done a lot for British boxing. Um, he's actually made the, 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 the granny on the road look at boxing. He is a great advertisement for boxing. Um, nobody's perfect, so nobody's saying he's a, the cleanest uh, cut figure out there. But because, I think because of AJ, a lot of people have got interested in boxing. Female fans have got interested. Your arty. Your arty, you, your arty you never Trust used to watch boxing. Trust me. Gran, so, granny's not anti-Joshua. Your granny. So you got to give credit where credit's due. Um, does that have any um, effect on the fight? Not necessarily, but it brings eyes and energy to it. And, and, and everything is energy. So the fact that there hasn't been enough coverage of the fight thus far in the UK is a bit worrying. And uh, I know it's infuriated you, Spencer. It, it, Tundi, like I said, it has because... A, a, lot, a lot, let me tell you this. AJ helps British boxing a lot. Man said AJ's got the female audience in a headlock, fam. Tell you. <laughs> I'm telling Bro, you. You know what headlock is? You know he's old man in school. The old man in school. Give me your money. Give me your give me your crisps. <laughs> Bro, that's serious. Anyway, guys, man. Sorry, sorry. Nah, nah, you know what? <laughs> like I said, it angers me a lot, but you know, it is what it is. I think what Prince Khaled has, has done by getting that fight out there and, like I said, it's called prize fighting for a reason. And knowing that you want this fight to be global, they're, they're, they're doing that. We can't knock that. You know what I mean? I heard, like, someone on here was saying, like, Sky Sight brought it from yesterday. We don't know what kind of red tape was being presented, but we heard nearly three weeks ago that Eddie Hearn said, yeah, well, Sky have got the fight and boop, 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 and all the rest of it. Kind of eating humble pie because we know, you know what I mean? And like after that, it was like a kind of big thing where AJ signed this lifetime contract team with the zone, right? So yeah, maybe this guy said, right, we're just going to mash you up as well. I, I, because, right? I never, I never understood that. Yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah, I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Mm. Um, I read a comment there which didn't really make sense. Um, about AJ, I'm looking for this comment because I just wanted to touch on it. Um, yeah, this one, disagree. AJ is food. He was moved to avoid any real competition. Stop okay. Right. There. Right. Stop right, right there. So wait Come a minute. Who, who, who wasn't the real competition? Dinner White were a real competition. No. God Almighty. Everybody, Dinner White wasn't any competition. This guy, this this. Um, JU, right? Come on, let's look at so I'm beating Joseph Parker. Tony, we spoke about this last week. I don't want to hear no foolishness. All this, like, 
Jay New, next time you put full shape, send money as well. Don't just come with your <laughs> titles of, yeah, I mean, because you're winding up my blood pressure today. <laughs> come on, yeah. The man, no, one, you know, listen. It's, just, it's just silly. You know, we'll just go and listen. He's full Usyk, he's full Pulev, he's full Andy Ruiz twice, he's full Povetkin, he's full Joseph Parker, he's full Takam, he's full Klitschko, Molina, Charles Mine, we can't really put in the equation, but he won the title from Charles Mine. Dylan White, come on, man. But give the man some respect out here. The man's full, and this is a novice. This is a this is a man who just come into this thing, really. When you deep it, this guy, this you just come into this thing. And he has done tremendous. That's why I can never hate on him. Every everything oh, you, I know you can never hate on him. Everything, never. Everything, never. Has always been to just direct him. Sometimes it, you get a little beating from your parents because your parents want you to fix up. Exactly. <laughs> and, and 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 you, everyone knows through, through. I've I've given AJ some spankings like over the years, but minimum cool. He was so forming like yeah. That's why I have to rate him as well. I rate you. I I do. I rate you. But yes. You know what? End of the day is this year. AJ himself needs to recognize what he's fighting for because Usyk is his mind focused like I'm doing this not only for myself but for my country I'm doing this for my people right AJ needs to adopt that same kind of mentality yes sir um Southwest Boxing Media thank you for the 449 and this is actually a point that I raised with my brother Spencer over the phone um he said few have said that AJ will go in and put it on Usyk but who's to say Usyk won't employ the same tactic? Usyk is starting to look more like a heavyweight now. And you know what? You 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 you've been you've been um, bugging our telephone calls because that's what Tundi was saying to me two days ago. Bro, I'm telling you, this brother's but this brother's is looking like a heavyweight. He 100% like he is. You know I mean, 100% he's looking like a heavyweight. And like when we're saying like he's he's you know like I like to quote Lloyd Hannigan a lot, you know, because I do former undisputed world welterweight champion. Yes, sir. And Lloyd Hannigan always says never if you're if you're big enough to campaign out of weight is whether you're good enough. And Usyk has provided us with the fact that he's good enough to compete as a heavyweight. Yes. Right, and and he he often raises his 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 game plan with the better the opposition, right? So the better the opposition, then he knows like right, I've got this, I've got to up it a little bit more. He's done that on quite a few times, so therefore, it's like we shall see now what he brings to the table come next week. Let me just lock off this thing here. What he brings to the table, because well, next week after next, and we shall see what AJ brings to the table, because I want to know how AJ is going to offset that sneaky left hand shot that that Usyk throws. And the thing about it is this: a lot of people have been saying this. I have to address it. Like they're saying, AJ hasn't hasn't been the same, like mentally, since the John Ruiz fight when John Ruiz stopped him, mm. right? Now, I think that 
if you just come out of a car crash mm. and you live, you're going to be very apprehensive about driving your car again. Um, everyone's different. Everyone's different. Totally. You got you're still going to be apprehensive. You got them evil can evil man that would jump straight back in the thing. Yeah, and go again. Totally. That, that man was one off. Evil can evil was a one off man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And who's that one? Remember, who's the, the English version of, Ed, of Evil Can Evil? Who's the guy? Eddie Grant. Remember Eddie Grant? No, Eddie, Eddie Eagle. No, nah, Eddie Eagle was a ski jumper, man, that mashup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the other one. But yeah, um, so you're saying basically that, you know, a person after crashing his car really drives with I, I, I believe, I believe so. You mean? Um, well, I, I don't know. I mean, he, listen, he, he, remember one thing I even discussed in speaking with Sean that, you know, some of the greatest fighters are those that can take instructions to the T. And I feel that in the Ruiz rematch, he was told to box like that. And like a good student, he he followed orders and he, he, he boxed a disciplined and tactical fight, got back his belts, two-time heavyweight champion of the world. Um, obviously, the fight after... Um, you know, nine months after was the, the first fight with Usyk, and he come up short. So is it a case where, again, he does a Lennox Lewis and he rematches the man that beat him and, 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 and puts on a devastating performance? It's not going to be easy. That's what I will say, because Usyk is a master technician, a master technician that now looks like he's bulked up naturally, I wouldn't say unnaturally because he's been at this weight for a few years now in expense, if I'm not mistaken. Who? Uh, Usyk. He's been what? At this weight for a few years now. Yeah, he thought, you know what? COVID has messed up a lot of people because he fought, he fought um, Derek two years ago. Yeah, 2020, October 2020. Right, exactly. So uh, And he actually fought Chaz Riverspoon in October 2020. 19. Exactly. And I let, me, let me just say, let me, let me shout out this um, Snapchat before it goes. Yeah. Uh, Usyk was moving his head like a bee, was coming for him. Why was AJ still want the jab, his head, and not the body uh, with the jab or with the right hand? Mm, well, I don't know why AJ didn't do that, but well, I'm sure they'll make um, adjustments this time around. Um, but again, boxing is easy to talk about. Bug Bob, it's easy to talk about. Jab man to the head, jab man to the body. But there's someone who wants to jab you to the head and jab you to the body. <laughs> so, you know, listen, but it's great that you're, you're, you know, you're offering this type of advice. Off the canvas boxing, thank you for the 449 again. He says, a part of me thinks that those that are criticizing AJ now, were they ever fans of AJ or mute haters? Big up to you, gentlemen, on all the successes. And this is what I'm talking about. Listen. This, you just got to be real from the jump. Because enough, because enough of these men that you're hearing talk now, they didn't like the brother in the first place. Listen. <laughs> you heard when Derek Zora came on the show two weeks ago. Three weeks ago now. And Derek was saying, no matter what, we should be celebrating Andy Joshua. You should want him to win. Because end of the day, he brings he brings something different to the sport. 
Yeah, I mean, he brings those eyeballs. He brings those people, as Ali said, running with cash, right? So we shouldn't, we shouldn't, you know what? Ciao. End of the day is this, man. I'm supporting AJ for multiple of reasons. One, <laughs> right? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Some of you guys, man, some of you guys comments. See, none of these other podcasts, they're not reading that out, but I just find it, I find everything funny. Like, I'm a, I'm like a true alchemist. Like, I turn negative into positive all the time, or sadness into laughter. I just laugh at these brothers. But anyway, sorry, Spence. Yeah, listen, man, I know, like, if AJ closes gaps... And this is what I realized in boxing. It was like the late, great Frank Smith. Frank Smith was a legendary trainer back in the day. Um, he was an old Jewish guy who, who trained multiple guys as professionals, but he would always come down to the Lynn as an amateur. And he always used to say to me, you being a southpaw don't mean no difference when I'm up close with you. You know what I mean? Because when I'm up close with you, I'll punch up ribs, I'll punch up, I'll go through the middle with the uppercuts and left hooks and right hands. It makes no difference. Southpaws are difficult when they are at range because that's when you your 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 cerebral will attract to the fact that all right, how I'm how I'm how I'm fighting this guy or how I'm trying to box this guy is everything um, unorthodox to what I've been used to because we use you know what I mean there's like like southpaws make up something like ten percent of boxing. There's not many of them around. So mm-hmm. when you right, so when you think so when you think about it, it's just for you to make those proper adjustments to being in with a southpaw. But when you're up close with a southpaw and you close range with a southpaw, it means nothing. And I said already, for Anthony Joshua should be dead. He should be doing loads of shadow boxing and visualizing the, in, in the shadow boxing because the reflection that you get in the mirror is that of a southpaw. So you get those, so you can acclimatize to it. I think that he has done. He's listen. If Anthony Joshua didn't think that he had a chance in this rematch, he wouldn't have taken it to him. Because you could, he could still pick up 10 million a fight by fighting some Billy Man then. Because it's, it's still Anthony Joshua and people come out for him. And as Eddie Hearn, on the morning after AJ came second best to Usyk, Eddie Hearn says, Spence, I'm telling you, nobody sells a ticket like Anthony Joshua. Like he just sells out the place. Yeah, I mean, Tyson Fury could argue about that right now. But he was saying, like, nobody sells a ticket like him. It's mad. So we sit down and we wait to see what we're going to see from him. Alexander Wilson, thank you for the $5. He says, in the USA, they are saying Usyk is coming to destroy AJ in this fight because he wants to make a statement for his people. This fight is free in the Ukraine. And that's another great... That's a serious move, you know? That's a serious move because he actually went to pay for the rights yep. to air it free in the Ukraine. And they said no. And the Saudis said no, we'll give it to you for free. So, again, he's going to have the whole of his country. And listen, just because he's got a hold of it, I mean, listen, when Floyd fought Pacquiao, he, had, he was against a whole country. When Floyd fought Canelo, he was against a whole country. When Floyd fought Cotto, he was against a, a whole country. It just means that you're, you know, uh, you know, but these are these are elite athletes, so they're very focused. But obviously, any support is 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 great support. 
but again, it's an um, admirable thing that Alexander Usyk has done for his people, especially at this time. Um, but if that's what they're saying in the US, is he trained in the US? He lives in the US, right? Usyk. No, no, he lives in he lives in he lives in uh, Ukraine. Okay. I mean, he's in Ukraine. Training camps in the Ukraine. He's just on his Ukraine thing. What's that? Ice cold. Just thank you for your five pounds donation. Put that one up there. So someone. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, is Gary back now, or is, or is it you that's controlling? Yeah, Gary's, Gary's on some joking. <laughs> Gary's on some joking. Using the baby as an excuse. I've always been a supporter of AJ and his character, but to keep it one hundred, I honestly see. A lack of heart plus chin and tank. Usyk is a huge arc for him. You like to address that you know one? What? I it's called. You know what? Listen, I, I guess because I'm 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 involved in this thing. <laughs> I, 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 I've never. It's just never. I'd never understand when people say. Man ain't got no chin. Or man ain't got no tank. Or man ain't got. I just feel. And as I say, I'm looking at it from my perspective. I just feel like it's it's so disrespectful. <laughs> bro, it's just disrespect. Like, this brother has done a lot, fam. <laughs> it's, it's the, the guy's done a lot. And, you know, it's fighting. It's warrior code. It's warrior business. You know, someone's got to lose, you know, in a particular way. Uh, Gary's there, don't worry. Gary's there. Um, yeah, someone's got to lose in a particular way. I just think, you know, these things... Listen, I'm not running away from it because it's polarity you always have to have two sides to the coin but you know i've never i just this thing about no heart and fam the man is two-time heavyweight champion of the world the brother won a medal in the world games he won a medal a gold medal in the olympic games he's he beat the longest reigning heavyweight from what i understand spencer's the historian in Vladimir Klitschko, who had the most title defense, he stopped him. Like, you can't tell me this, you don't have a heart. He's got a heart. All it boils down to is tactics, mindset, mentality on August the 20th. And if there's a problem in the gas tank department, then you need to just work on it for the next fight. You know, you just. Things happen, um, and again, you see, there's always there's always the opposite side. That's why I don't really like to get into it. When I saying he was gifted an Olympic gold medal, all right, he maybe was gifted Olympic gold. He still won. So I watched that fight. He beat Karma really. I don't want to hear no talk. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe they could say like when he fought when he fought um, the Cuban brother. Yeah, I mean, he could have been fortunate to win the, that fight. But no, you're going by computer scoring. If you're going by computer scoring, the telling shots in that fight were, were, were given out by AJ. And also, the Cuban, by his own admission, said after the fight that he believed that AJ won the fight. That's the Cuban saying that, right? Money talk spent. Southwest Boxing Media, thank you again for the 449. You're paying Spencer's candles and electricity today. <laughs> I think it's a British, British cultural thing. To dislike a man when he's made it. AJ looked at Bruno, absolutely loved until he finally won a world title. Southwest Boxing, I must disagree with you, right? People kind of switched on Frank Bruno 
um, after his retirement, Frank Bruno was Britain's favourite son, right? I'm telling you this now. Frank Bruno was Frank Bruno was loved, right? On another level. When he became world heavyweight champion, I remember um, the night that he beat Oliver McCall and Frank Warren bought a bus, right, for him to be paraded up and down, uh, for him to be paraded up and down the West End with his WBC belt that he just won from 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 unanimously defeating Oliver McCall at, at Wembley, which was incredible. It was an incredible, incredible night of 1995. Nobody, nobody wasn't sitting down thinking like Frank Bruno, that we don't like him now because he's successful because we just see a man complete what he had to complete because you got to think he challenged three times for the World Heavyweight Championships. Three times he challenged for that title. And came out second best. Came out second best in his first in his first chance uh, um, against Tim Witherspoon. And I'll say to any young person, go watch that fight. That's actually a really good fight, you know. Or even watch the build up on I, well, ITV. Did a big build up for it, and that fight was split between ITV and BBC as well, right? If you go and watch, if you go, if you go watch that fight, good fight. Frank Bruno was that guy because he was loved. And back then, we never really we never really knew boxing like that. So. I used to watch Frank Bruno. I thought like this guy was. I didn't rate Frank Bruno. You know what I mean? I thought like he was overrated. But if you look back, Frank Bruno had some serious power. Then go back to his fight in February February twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine against Mike Tyson. First round, he clapped Mike Tyson with a left hook. You know. Harry famously, famously shouting, "Get in there, Frank! Get in there!" <laughs> Very unprofessional, but you know what? That's a love that he had for. That's what love that he had for Frank. Bruno. Kind of love for Frank Bruno. Get Get for love for right. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? When he came out second best against Lennox Swiss, when he fought for the world title, nobody weren't nobody weren't really gunning. Nope. Nobody weren't really like the love was still there. When he became world heavyweight champion, when he beat Oliver McCall, the love was still there. So I don't think no one switched to him. And then he went out and he fought Mike Tyson. When he gets stopped and they had to retire because he got a detached retina as well, Frank Bruno was still loved. I think the time, because we weren't educated on mental health, then when we weren't educated on mental health like we are today, now everything is mental health and you've got to be very, very careful on the things that come out of your mouth pertaining to people who suffer from mental health issues, right? Um, and I remember in the front of the New Sun newspaper, it had bonkers Bruno. Right, mm-hmm. retired then. Right, Frank Bruno was was riding his bicycle barefoot. Right, mm-hmm. but, right. So I think they fell out of love with him then because then he had the divorce with his wife Laura and blonde. And like Frank was on admission said like he was on cocaine binges and everything else, which takes that takes a lot of guts to come out and speak about your flaws, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I don't think anybody could turn around and say like when it came with regards to Frank Bruno that we hated on him when he became world heavyweight champion. I, and I've just got to disagree with that one, mate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, there's so much we can go on on the on this topic, and you know, I think we've taken up almost an hour. 
discussing yeah. this. We need to go to McKinson's fight last night, Tun. Let's touch on uh, the fight that took place in the early hours of the morning between Virgil Ortiz, who was 18 and all with 18 knockouts at the time, and going up against Mikey, the problem, McKinson, who I believe was 22 and all at the time. Um, good fight. Uh, hats off. Listen, he, he tweeted a, a, a tweet shortly after the, the defeat. And I'm going to read the tweet. I'm going to get it. Uh, was it? Was it? My, was it Mikey? The problem or something? What's, what's his, what's his Twitter spins? Chuck? Mikey the problem, yeah. Is Mikey, yeah. Mikey the problem, McKinson. Yeah, he was 22 and 0 last night. Um, he's said that he dared to be great and came up short tonight. Virgil is a great fighter and a class act outside the ring too. I am devastated, but I know I made a lot of people proud tonight. And that's all that matters. I'll be back. I actually responded to that. And I said, well done, young man. Listen, he definitely proved himself world-class today, uh, last night. Uh, defensively, my issue, not issue, but when someone asked me about the fight, prior to the fight, my thing was always that he just don't have no lead in his punches. Um, when you're going up against any boxer or uh, uh, you know, a potential world champion with such a high knockout ratio, you know, you can't box. You, 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 you got to have something to deter him. And Mikey was hitting him, bro. But Mikey was hitting him, but it just were hurting him. And, and, and that's it. And I think... No, but you say that. He hurt, he, he hurt Ortiz, you know? Bro, he hurt him in the first... In my, but he didn't shot. Ortiz, being a good pro he is, and, and boxing for so long, kind of... He, he, he bluffed it. He bluffed it. But I saw a few occasions when he hurt um, 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 Ortiz... With my eye, I see that he hurt him, but he just he don't have the lead. And the thing is, is that it's documented that he don't have the lead. So even if you can punch, which I believe he can punch, because people don't rush to go forward against him. They don't. When you've got the stigma of, ha of having only a nine percent knockout ratio, nine percent. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Nine percent against a man that's got a hundred percent knockout ratio. The man with the 100% knockout ratio ain't giving you no respect. It's simple as that. And, and that, again, mentally would be on Ortiz's mind and mentally, I guess, would be on, on, on McKinson's mind. I don't think McKinson was actually going in there with a mindset to stop him. But I said to you this morning that it was, uh, he is definitely, he's up there defensively. I think what needs yeah, to be definitely, 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 very, yeah. very highly skilled. Yeah, of course he did. Right, let me tell. I want man to realize this. I remember when the fight was first muted. Remember that fight? That fight should happen last year, yes. right? And I remember Lee Eaton um, phoning me. He said, "What do you think about the fight? Because we're looking to make that fight." And I said, "Listen, you might as well take it." And I, you know what I mean, allegedly got half a million dollars for that fight last well, night. God bless him. <laughs> right. God bless him if you, you got that. Much, you know much? You know much house that can buy up? Where, where's he from? Portsmouth. Yeah. You know much house that can buy up in Portsmouth? To Wrigley's. Two roads down there and tractor, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, right, right. Number one, number two. I see. Uh, was this Francisco said like Innes and Ortiz are the future at welterweight? 
Ben will get blasted at by both of them. Now, I could maybe say like Gerard Innes is the future, but I'm just going to keep this thing real. If you're saying Ortiz is the future, Mikey McKinson has shown us, and he showed him up, because Ortiz was blasting at everybody. He couldn't blast at this youth. Right? Even when he called him, and he, he, he properly, I like that when people just bite down on the gum shield um, to get up very reminiscent of, um, was it um, Daniel Gill, when he had over um, Darren Barker from the body shot, and he just gritted it out. But the only difference is Darren Barker ended up becoming a world champion that night. But yes. I like the fact, like, McKinson, because he could have said, like, you know what, I've tried my best there. I've been Dan. So that's it. No, the man got to the final bell. And I've heard more excuses from Ortez's camp about the reason of the performance because they know you're meant to blast that man. You couldn't blast out Mikey McKinson. So what I'm trying to say is this. If 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 uh, Victor Ortiz is this world-class on this world champion in the Virgil making. Ortiz, Virgil, Virgil Ortiz. No, not Vir yeah, Virgil Ortiz. Vic is Virgil, yeah, Virgil Ortiz, sorry. If Virgil Ortiz is this world champion in, in the making or this world champion in the future, Michael McKinson has proven to us that he's up there. That's he's up there. Right, well, let, me, let, me, let me put this caveat on it as well. Do you know if that was Conor Ben in there last night, he would have had a very good chance? Listen because, to me. He was getting hit too easy. Because I believe Virgil Ortiz's waterweight days are gone. Um... That's the nine o'clock. Yeah, Virgil Ortiz's waterweight days are gone. He looked very weak to me. I said this at the weigh-in and at the press conference on the Thursday. I think it was the Wednesday or the Thursday. I said, bro, this guy's killing himself to make this 147. Of course he is. And his performance showed me. And a strong domestic waterweight like Conor Ben, I think that would have been a great opportunity. All this fighting uh, Chris Eubanks, that could have been your fight last night. And I believe, if you're going to fight Chris Eubanks, you could as well fought this guy. You could Listen as well fought this guy. And I feel, I feel Conor Ben would have beat this guy last night on that performance. Listen. Because that's not the same guy I saw against Kalaraka Rakalaks and, yeah. and Morris Hooker. No, that no, was, no. That was a weight-drained fight I saw last night. You know I mean? I'm, I'm telling you this now. Like, yeah. And Balfour was saying, like, Jordan Innes would eat um, Virgil Ortiz for his dinner if they fight, and I've, I'm going with that one because you know what, my guy, they, 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 they uh, something don't look right with him. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Something don't look right with him too. Yeah, he, he had a problem making weight the first time he was taking some diuretic or whatever, from what I understand, uh, to get down to the weight, and and he just looks so weak. I mean, even even like his facial. It just don't look right. Something don't look right. And that's not his weight. He needs to move up to 154 and say bye to that 147. Because if he fights Gerard Innes at that weight from that performance, if he dares to fight Terence Crawford at that 147 or Errol Spence, you can't fight. Yeah, you man. can't fight none of them, man, there, Ton. I'm just going to be real with you. You can't right? fight. You can't I fight none of them, man. And not only that, yeah, but technically, he's very limited, Ton. Yeah, but, but, but before this fight, this is what I'm saying, going into this fight, they spoke about his great defence. You know, it's the first time he's ever been cut, but he just didn't show that last night. And I believe that was because of the weight. I just think they just, he's just done too much, you know, uh, to lose that weight and get down to that. Well, he's a young man. He's only 24 years old. He's still growing. And if he was killing himself 
to make weight last year when the fight was first muted. Ain't going to get no easier. Ain't going to get no easier. Alexander Wilson, thank you for the $5. 404 people in the live. I hope I've got 404 likes right now. <clears throat> he said, did you see how bad Maurice Hooker looked last night? Terence Crawford was basically his lead trainer and Hooker didn't do anything he said. Well, that probably means that Terence Crawford shouldn't be a trainer. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know why. Listen, I don't know. Hey, did you see Terence Crawford's daughter? She ran like in a sports day. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. She come off a trainer and she put back on the trainer and just whoop. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he's got that in the jeans, man. Um, I see that. Yeah. Now, you know what? Terence Crawford shouldn't be training nobody. <laughs> he shouldn't be training nobody. Concentrate on being Terence Crawford, being, being a power for pound number one. Don't train no one else. You're draining out your energy. Yes, absolutely. 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 Of course. Maybe, yeah, I'm saying it's generous. Yes, I'm saying it is the echo against me. I don't know why. The phone's off now, Tom. Um, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, um, I just um, Terence Crawford shouldn't be the lead trainer if he was the lead trainer. I didn't see the fight. I saw the highlights and I see this brother who looked like a, a WWE brother. This um, Blair Cubs with his woo woo, <laughs> bro, fam. You better get serious in this thing here. But he was serious enough tonight. He left Freddie Roach um, and the wild card gym and got a new trainer, and he came up with a, with a you know a, a victory against. A former WBO champion, probably past his best. He had a hard fight, you know, against that. I think that Cavalagaras beat him the same. Cavalagaras. <laughs> That's what I call him, Cavalagaras. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, uh, you know, Hooker's been in some tough fights. Hooker's been in some he, tough. He fights. certainly, he certainly has. It was that human healer says Joyce beats Parker easy. No, sir. Mm, that is a fight. It's that a fight. Is a easy fight. It's not an easy fight. Listen, it's not an easy fight for Josie Parker. And it's not, it's definitely not an easy fight for Joel Dress. <laughs> Man said, Cubs looks like Terrence Howard. Fam, he, <laughs> he does as well, you know. I don't know, bro. At the end of the press conference, he, he just had a madness. He just started going out. Bro, he done like a, like a proper WWE kind of talk. I was like, bro, this guy is out of it, mate. He, 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 I mean, he's good. He's good. He's good. He's, uh, he won that fight at Edison. He's got a, he's got a name, and he, he believes that that should give him a top ten ranking in the waterweight division. And um, if I was one of the waterweight champions, I'd be looking at it as a nice defense mate because um, he he would be contenders. Uh, but well done to Blair Cobbs last night, uh, coming back from such a heavy, heavy, heavy defeat. Um, I like I like Blair Cobbs. He's he's yeah, entertaining. Yeah. He's good for the school. He's good for the school. Man said Blair Cobbs needs to grow up. Real talk. Because he's about 40. And he's chatting about woo woo. I'm saying, bro, what's about this, brother? But yeah, we need to touch on this Joe Joyce fight because that's a big fight. And Uncle Frank done it again. You may go to Sky, mate, but it's coming back on our platform. That's what Frank's on. Frank's a no. Frank's all pulling out Texas. Coco, I read that. I hear what he's called. Even Coco is cracking up. Frank Warren, don't rap. I was talking to Frank today. I said, Frank, bro, I've been watching all the interviews. So, man, man's been, we've been in contact because Frank Warren's interviews are the best. No one can't tell me nothing. Because if you try and lie in front of Frank, Frank will just go, what? Wait, 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 wait. 
I'm it was you, read your text, fam. And then when Ben Shalom tried talking, he goes, what are you talking for? You want to shut your mouth? <laughs> I, mean, you were... exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. You hate <laughs> Frank goes, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. You weren't even in the negotiations. Just get out of here, man. Don't, don't try to come in this thing here. Bro, this is big boy business. You just sit back, relax yourself, and just hold your corner. Bro, Frank Warren is the best. I don't care, I don't care what nobody... I'm, you know I'm a Frank man already. Frank Warren is the best. He is telling you how it is. He went on a... Bro, Frank was dissing Dunking in the week. I don't know if you saw that interview. The best interviews on the internet is Frank Warren interviews. Please, I'm encouraging the people to watch Frank Warren interviews because you get the realness. He's just old school family. He don't business. He is the he is the older version of me. He don't care. He don't care. Well, I'm the younger version of him. Should I say? Go on, Spence. Um, but yeah, going back to the fight. Going back to the fight. He's the like, listen to me, yeah. Um, it is a it is a very very interesting fight because you have the juggernaut who literally will walk through anything <laughs> to get to you fam he don't and if you try that punching man in the chin that it will just take it and walk through and club you down now this is a real fight you can do that i believe against a certain level and a certain caliber of fighter but joseph parker is a real fighter with a, with a lot of speed and uh, he can hit a bit Spence. Of course he can. Of course he can. And not only that, but he's got good head movement and people are not giving Andy Lee credit. Andy Lee knows boxing. You know what I mean? Andy Lee knows boxing. And now he's working with Andy Lee and I'm seeing, because I wasn't impressed with his his first fight with Derek Cesar. I thought Derek could have actually nicked that one. Right? But in the second fight, he put hands on Derek. Hmm. 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 I mean, he put hands on Derek, and Joseph. also is he want this guy wants it, and he properly he properly wants it. So Parker, Parker wants this man. Mm. He wants it. Mm. So we're we're gonna see, but you know what? Um, from the time I see that little cruiserweight man hurt my man to the body. Why are you still talking about that? But anybody can get touched. Anybody can get touched. He come back and stop my man, though. Uh, not business. My man clap him in his belly. Joe Joyce in the belly and it hurt him, bro. <laughs> but it's a great fight. September, the, I think it's the latter part of September. I'm my looking forward to that fight. There's a lot. There's a, like I said, there's some great fights coming up that I'm looking forward to. Live on BT Box Office. And it's going to be a, a, a great run. Get your, Get ticket. your ticket. You put your phone in again, Spence. Bro, my phone's off, bro. It was sudden. It just suddenly started um, echoing. I know you think you're sly. You did them little old man tricks with you. You try to touch up the phone at a camera. But I know your little sly moves. <laughs> Gary, you know that. You know, Spence, you know Spence is one of them brothers from school that think they're smarter than everyone. Little general. <laughs> We know Spencer's little tricks. Yeah. Bobby Wright, come on. Spencer thinks we're all silly. <laughs> we do big up Bobby Wright. Bobby Wright, he's, he's, he's away living some big life in America. I see the beautiful picture. 
Okay. Him okay. and his family. Bobby, um, Bobby's living life. He's, I see him in Disney World. So yeah, so 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 let's talk, let's touch on the Dubois Don King situation. Cause you know what? I don't even know it. I don't really know it like that. I just know that the bar was suing Don King because Don, Don King was a bum. Don King ain't paying up no money, and he's trying to he's trying to he's trying to use a small screen and try to drop it on Frank Warren. But bro, Frank is not his manager. Daniel the bar's manager is Martin Bowers, a good friend of ours uh, from the Peacock Gym. Martin has managed Daniel from day one. He is the manager. Frank Warren is not the manager. Don King is putting this as a smoke screen <laughs> to try and bring Frank Warren in it, saying that Frank owes him money. But Frank is like, mate, if I owe you money, sue me. <laughs> well, Frank, the, 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 thing, the thing about it is this. The thing about it is this is like, I would just yeah, take that. You're, you're echoing. <laughs> Southwest Watson not now, not now. But Frank, oh. look, and you know what? You need to fix your Wi-Fi, mate, because you're looking blurry. Your, your Wi-Fi must have been your data. Nah, sad. mate, my Wi-Fi is strong, Tun. It's not strong tonight, mate, because you look, you uh, look listen, like... Listen, my Wi-Fi is on 100%. I'm just you looking on my, my computer screen right now. It's 100% of a Nigerian network. <laughs> but my man said, if, if the fuzzy thing stops, if it don't stop, he's stopping his 449 business. So fix it up, Spence. Um... Yeah, um, wait there. David G, thank you for the five pound. He said, I'm, I always hear Styles make fights. If Chizora and Joshua weren't such good friends, how would the Chizora versus Joshua fight have gone? Interesting. Very good comment, David G. Um, I personally don't want to even think about that fight. <laughs> that fight don't make no sense. Um, I think AJ just very, very athletic and uh, people still disrespecting AJ even at this stage after all his achievements. And I Tony, think I won't be surprised if Anthony Joshua regains the world title against Usyk and ends up fighting Derek Chisora in Nigeria or Ghana. Remember, I'm telling you, don't be surprised that fight don't happen because they're both under the same camp. And like, um, you know, what was it a man called John Lewis? I think I spoke about it before. This guy called John Lewis for. Fought Joe Lewis. John Lewis was a decent fighter, but he was well over the hill at the time when he fought Joe Lewis. He had a really good record as well. And Joe Lewis said, "You know what? I just, I'll just give you a little payday. I just, you know what I mean, I just, I just give you a little payday, and he gave him payday and broke him up. <laughs> and I could see. But the thing about it is this: Derek wouldn't be looking at like right man trying to give me a payday. Derek would be coming to war. Anthony Joshua, you do realize that, yeah? <laughs> nah, 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 hey, brother. This is a silly. It's a silly conversation. I just saying it happens, but. And you can you can say what you want. That fight ain't never gonna happen. That fight ain't gonna never. And I'll I'll buy I will walk down Peckham. <laughs> I know I will make you walk down Peckham naked if the fight happened. Guy will get down Peckham naked for the man to come and brush me. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just it's a fight that I don't think will happen, so I don't think we need to discuss that. But thank you for the question. David G. Right, what haven't we touched on? We've talked on the bar situation with Duncan. We're not really talked on it, but we've said that there is a legal battle going on at the moment. Frank Warren is really livid that he's been brought into all of this. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's Daniel Bar's promoter. He's not his manager. Um, but facts are facts. The young man fought for the heavyweight title of the world and he ain't got paid. <laughs> that, that's upsetting. 
Listen, I, I don't even know. The, I didn't even read about it. I see the bump move. I thought, okay, cool. It, it's donking. You know what? Sometimes, so what? Your your WBA regular heavyweight champion of the world. Yes. Right? I would take, listen, from we saw that, that show, Tundi, they had garden chairs for seats around garden chairs. Bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Larry Owens was wearing a suit from the 30s, fam. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should have saw that to Larry Holmes. Spence, I don't know what kind of Nigerian Wi-Fi you got, fam, but that's a sign for us for to jump off the take at an hour and 15 minutes. That's not even a Nigerian um, Wi-Fi, because our Wi-Fi's will be good. This is a like a Spanish town Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> Some Clarendon Wi-Fi. <laughs> this is a Clarendon Wi-Fi. I'm telling you, man. Sweet out, mate. Sweet out. Um we are in August now. We need more big boxing announcements. This isn't good enough, to be honest. Um, it's just things have to be finalised before they're announced. And it depends who you're dealing with. There's a lot of... Uh, I think Eddie made it quite a new thing where people, where fights get announced really before they should be getting announced. I remember Spencer spoke about that. I remember there was one particular fight where what was announced but hadn't really been made but i guess these promoters are all kind of adopting the style that two of them contracts are signed they're not announced in all fights contracts have to be signed and is it as we've seen with a lot of these ufs uh these youtube boxing that's going on now look my mom was supposed to fight has seen rapman who i spoke to this evening who would have been on the show this evening but he's traveling but he's assured me that he's gonna come on i've told him that he needs to come on ASAP before this thing dies down because they will uh, they will forget him quickly, fam. They yeah, will... I mean, so you gotta realize that part there. Cause I spoke to him <laughs> Wednesday. I sent my message. Well, sent him a couple links. Say jump on the show, and like <laughs> Ryan said, Tendi, you have to pick up Smith from 1988, fam. <laughs> I told you, Smith. Go on, guys, 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 guys. I, I don't know about I, listen, man. I've tried to, I don't even know what's going on. It's I, your Wi Fi, man. It's your Wi Fi. You to go down. I go down. Do you go down. Do you long. Usually, sorry, do you usually do it in that room? No, no, no. I don't. That's why. That's why. Yeah, yeah. You remember, this is this. My, I'm, I'm in my office now. So, yeah. Um, I don't do it from I usually do it from down, downstairs in the kitchen. So, mm -hmm. it is what it is. And at least we can hear you. Yeah, my apologies for the slow for the slowness and everything else. No, we can hear you. It's just the visibility is not that great, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. <sighs> what can we say? What else is there to talk about, Twin? You look like you're ready to go to your bed. Is my bed? I'm gonna go have my dinner. I've been eating all day. Oh well, at least we don't need to see you eating on flipping the screen like we always do. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so we spoke about the bar, we spoke about Joyce. We spoke about Parker. We spoke about the main topic, which was AJ versus Usyk. And we are very close to that fight. Um, and we spoke about Virgil Ortiz and Michael McKinson. Um, there was a few really fights that we didn't really hear much about last night. Mick Collin came back after that vicious knockout. Um, and he got a good win last night up in Belfast. There was actually a toe-to-toe -to -toe between... <coughs> Um, <clears throat> sorry, Chris Jenkins and McKenna. I hear that fight was a rockers fam. Yeah, two men just swinging it out center ring. It was a, a 
what they call them fight where they where they throw the money in the ring? Nobbins. Nobbins. I heard it was one of them fights. Chris Jenkins okay. against, against Tyrone McKenna, a Nobbins fight. Um and other than that, yeah, um, what's his name? Uh Jack Carroll. What's his name? Jack Carroll has signed with Boxer, uh, which hopefully means that the Taylor rematch is a little bit closer. Yeah, there's that. Could be easier to make, but we shall see. Yeah, there's that. And um, is anyone else can think of anything that we haven't touched on this Sunday evening before we leave you all to have a great, great week? Let us know. Uh, will you be doing an AJ watch along at Sir Effin Louie? <laughs> yep, definitely. We even look at Dalton Smith fought last night, the new British super lightweight champion. Great performance, by fight, the you know? great performance, yeah. very good, very, very methodical. Obviously, he was you know, he was supposed to do that to that level of opponent. But he actually looks like he can be something, Spence. Very, totally. very he can. good. He can. I like, I, like, I like his timing. He's very patient. He doesn't waste shots. Exactly. Don't exactly. waste shots. And, and also, I like, I like his stance. Like, the way he, 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 he stands in the ring, he stands with uh, supreme confidence. So, you know I mean, I've got to give that you a bit of big ups. Eddie Hearn called him a new British boxing star. Um, would you say that at this stage? Well, from what I saw yesterday, he's got the potential to be a big star. Yeah, yeah I can see from that. What I, saw I, can, I see potential he could be a big star. I can see that. He looked very, very calm. And composed. Okay, I just got a message from Gary. All right, yeah, yeah, I will be Gary. Um, he looked very, very calm and composed last night. So, uh, Johnny Fisher, the Romford Bull, clap out the man with a serious run. Bro, the way they clap out the man was serious. In yeah, the second so, round. I also want to know where they got that, that vicious Billy man from. <laughs> bro, they, they found him in a fish and chip shop, bro. <laughs> but, again, another great, Another good victory for a young man still learning his trade coming from, and he's young, you know, Spence. Johnny, this Johnny Fisher, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's young. He's got manic support as well. So I got props yeah, to all of his supporters. I might have to move out to get him on the show next week. You know, nice kid as well. You know, nice kid. Yep. Also, um, Clarissa Shields Marshall is going to be a massive fight. I mean, big up Gary for reminding us of that. That's September the tenth. Um, that's going to be a very, very big fight. Big, big fight. Yeah, that's, big, a, that's big a big fight. fight. That, that is a big fight. I mean, two undefeated female fighters. I mean, for the undisputed world middleweight championship, it's going to be something special. And that fight, I think this is a great way to finish the show, talking about female boxing. That's going to be a separate... Kick, but you know what? I heard this. Carisha's on smoke. Carisha's on smoke. And you got to remember, yeah, she only lost one fight in the amateurs against Savannah, but she's cleaned up as a female boxer. Spence. Mm. Cleaned she has. up. She has. A, she's just a winner through and through. And she made a point that a very controversial that yeah, that we have to she spoke of, and I don't really like getting in the color thing, but she said she, Savannah wishes she was black. <laughs> I said, bro. But then it was taken out of context because 
if you listened further to the interview, uh, I, I can already hear people saying, how can you take that out of context? But if you listen to the interview uh, further, she said she loves all people. All people. So she maybe was just coming from a perspective of, I mean, I don't, I don't even know where she was coming from, but she did say at the end of that interview, she loves all people. But suffice to say, we don't want to get into the colour issue, but it's going to be a fantastic fight. Savannah Marshall is a great fighter, a hellacious puncher for a female, something which uh, Claresha disputes because she's saying that she's knocking out bums with one week's notice. Turn, um, listen to me. <laughs> this is the female boxing equivalent to September of 1981, Sugar Ray Leonard versus Tommy the Hitman Hearns. This is the female equivalent of that fight. If you look at how tall and rangy Savannah Marshall is, she can bang with both hands. She's got a very good jab and she has a monstrous right hand, right? Clarissa Shields is a two-time Olympian. You know I mean? She, she actually should be the darling of female boxing, but she's not, right? Is it because of, of her, her? She just... She just she just speaks her mind. Yeah, right? But what I can say is that the girl's got really good hands, really good skill, very good punch repertoire. Unfortunately for her, she don't bang like that, though. Mm. You know I mean, she don't bang like that. But mm. she's got fantastic work rate, and she knows how to gauge attacks. So she said, okay, well, it's my turn to attack now to impress the judges and, and, and come out and, and win the round. So this, as far as I'm concerned, is the closest thing that we have to Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns of September of 1981, which was at Caesars Palace. This is the closest fight that we got to it and for the female boxing. And I'm, I'm so happy that we're seeing female boxing, you know what I mean, at this high echelons right now because we've seen great fights. So, but we're, this, is, this is going to be an absolute barn burner. I'm so looking forward to this fight, too. Seriously, I'm really looking forward to this fight. Simply because also, when we had Clarissa Shields on our show two years ago, when she came down, let me big up Alvina Johnson because she brought her down to us and she drove down to, to Tundi's to Tundi's apartment and she stood on Tundi's balcony and Tundi was saying, yeah, over there's the O2. And she goes, yeah, man, one day I want to fight there. And then I said, yeah, look, man. Tundi goes like, dream it, believe it. And I jumped in and said, yeah, you have to become it. So just for her to get that fight there and her being over in the UK is absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. And I'm looking forward to that fight. And I'm so looking big, forward to it. Big, did we big up Sandy Ryan on Revenge? Yeah, we did. We did. We, we bigged up in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, Congratulations. big up Sandy Ryan because Clifton Mitchell phoned me to say, yeah, I should have phoned Clifton now just to hear him talk what he had to go talk on this thing. But um hey, Gary, Gary, when you become some woman boxing specialist, Gary know about all the woman boxing. <laughs> Michaela Myers fighting too. He's a, blo a bloody pervert, Tundi. <laughs> what are you talking about? Spencer's guy don't want to get that's when you know it's time to lock off because Spencer starts talking nonsense. Southwest, Southwest boxing, thank you so much for the 449. Was lucky to interview. S.M. in Peter Fury's gym. 
in their relationship is unreal. I honestly think people are sleeping on SM, meaning Savannah Marshall's boxing ability. And no, nobody's not sleeping on her boxing ability because we know that that girl is serious. I remember Pete Madonna come to me, nah, seriously, I spoke with she can bang, space, she can bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, yeah, right, I mean, so right, uh, she can she can really punch. She's a naturally gifted puncher. You don't really see knockouts like that in female boxing. I don't care who you're fighting. If you're fighting someone who's got seventy-seven losses and one win, um, not since Anne Wolf have I seen a female boxer that claps out people like that. Haven't seen it. And Anne Wolf was a monster. Just remember that Layla Ali conveniently ducked her. Let's just be real. Anne Wolf was serious. Um, um A-Style 9X we are seeing your comments sometimes we want to put them up but I will say one of the comments he said the speed of shields will overcome uh, Savannah well you may yeah, be right that's why we want to see that's why that's exactly why we want to see this fight because we know that so see that's why man ain't putting up your things because you're just being disrespectful and you are really you're really moving in the direction you know what bro you're blocked you're blocked you're coming in you're blocked fam I'm on no long thing the show wouldn't be the show without one blockage and you're blocked that's fine <laughs> listen in, end of the day a fantastic fight and a fantastic way to end the show as well. Oh, Jordan Thompson. Last night, he nearly got stopped. He's not ready for the likes of React for Billum Smith at all. Um, you know what? Where's he from? He's, where is he from? Is he, is he a Birmingham? He's from uh, Manchester. He's Manchester. From Manchester. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's, yeah. Not, he's not bad. He's not, he's not bad. But the guy who's fighting was serious though, you know, too. that guy was looking to clap him out. Yeah, and, and he boxed. I mean, he boxed great for the for the first nine rounds. How tall is he? He looked he looked tall though. He looked very, really tall. Very, he looked very, very tall. Got good skills, good jab, good long range jab, great uppercut, right uppercut. Uh, just I feel because he's that tall, it's just they've got to work on the inside game. Yeah, um, well, you know what? In the famous words of Baba Tundi Ajayi, the biggest room is a room for improvement. Absolutely. So. So and, you know what he's he's won the Moody winner uh, IBF yeah. Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I mean he's gonna build off of that. You know these guys get gas when they get any form of belt right now. So six, six, six yes, six. right six six. That's ridiculous for 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 a cruiserweight. That's very yeah. tall, yeah. right? So he's nice young man, nice young man. Yeah, yeah. So all he's got to do is just continue just working on stuff, working on stuff, and working on stuff. And he's meant to be looking for these other guys who are who are rated above him. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing wrong with mindful ambition at all. You know what I mean? That's what the game needs. <laughs> yeah, Miss Ringside, my marsh, you know, I'm not a no long thing. Any disrespect, straight blockage. Straight blockage. I had to think about it because he said something which it held credence and then he just said something stupid. So I'm not even... Any tingle in the vibration of the frequency you get blocked but anyway let's not go on half nine great show yep. hour and a half uh we held three four hundred people live with us on a sunday it's always great remember we're in the uk they say america they say america so bro, 
the numbers that we're doing of uh, on a Sunday evening uh, for us who, who who really have a lot of work to do Monday to Saturday is great, and it's always great to have your support, your contributions, the positive energy. It's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Nabriz, Nabras Osman, Donking Teeth the War. <laughs> Dunk King is a serious brother, you know. The man's 90 years old and he's still knocking, man. Bruh. Listen, man. Turn. This way, this listen. Dunk King lives for the for the hustle. If Dunk King didn't, if Don King didn't bump a man, he's dead in a dead long time. <laughs> Bro, so what are you trying to say the bumping has kept him alive. It's true. That's listen, because he was I'm man. telling you. That's how he rose. Wow. That's how he rose. Kind of bad though. I think that's very bad. You know, it is bad, but look, they knew it. Listen, end of the day, Danny Dubois is WBA regular champion. Yeah, so it, it come so, it come at a cost. That's it. It came at a cost. That was the cost. You know what I mean? Take that one because I know your neck. <laughs> your... My Tyson almost did it. <laughs> Dunking is a general, bro. Dunking, do not play with Dunking because see Dunking. He don't business, bro. He don't business about threats. He don't care about threats. He don't, he don't care. care. He don't care because he's he's nine. I want you to understand. He's ninety years old, ninety, and he still has the wherewithal to bump man. Because if he don't bump man, Tundi, he would have dead. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that now, right? Because <laughs> that gives us those. He wakes up and say, "Well, what's the move today?" You know what I mean? Great result for the Arsenal. It's funny, I see bare Arsenal tops out today and yesterday. There was bare Arsenal tops out. Clap down. Vieira tried to come back to the... Tried to come, tried to put little team Crystal Palace. We're like, guess what, mate? Before we leave Arsenal, you're not Arsenal. Send him back down. Send him back down up the Crystal Palace. <laughs> Send him up, back down to South London. Bruv. Yep. Yeah, great, great performance for gun from the gunners yesterday, mate. 2 0. Bam, oh, that I like that. Um, KSI will finish there. KSI was supposed to fight Alex Wazabi, I think. Um, I think that's his name. I don't know these guys. Um, it now has changed to Swarm. Swarm, I see a little Instagram thing. <laughs> Swarm's like, bro. Me and this brother KSI are not bridging. We done one tune together. One tune. I'm coming to Brock up, man. That's how Swarm is talking, you know. I'm coming to Brock up, man. Man, ain't no joke thing. That's how he's talking. And I love that. It's all entertainment. It's a great replacement because I feel that Swarm is a, or Swarm or Swarm. I don't know how you pronounce it, but I feel like he's more, he's more in it. Like, man, you know, he's like a young new in it. So he can talk that smoke. And um, again, let's see if they can still jam out the old 2 because I just don't know how these guys are doing it. They're not boxers. And they're getting more people through the door than boxing fights. Well, not the great boxing fights, but yeah. the majority. Well, you, know what? you know what? I ain't knocking, I ain't knocking no YouTubers who want to box. No way. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, That's do it. Make sure you get a good undercard well, done. Make sure you get a good undercard on and, and like the, the guys on the undercard who are professional fighters that they get paid well. I ain't knocking none of them kind of things. 
Nah, yeah, but as soon as you start calling out real fighters, you know I mean? that's, 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 until they start calling out real fighters, and that's when I could have grabbed. <laughs> so it's something that's come to my mind. Spence. Did you see the post that Hasim post with Jake Paul? He's a runner, he's a trash. Yeah, 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 he did run though. He, well, he I don't Fam, but I thought he was running against Usain Bolt, bro. <laughs> he tried that's out the ring. <laughs> He tried to sign the ring. Oh my goodness. All right, this boxing thing is comical. And the YouTube industry is making it. He's making boxing. It's making boxing. Well, I, ain't knocking, I ain't knocking nobody who does what they're doing. Let them carry on doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? But on that note, Tony's going to end in his famous words. Yes, that means Spencer wants to go to bed. And you know No, what? I want to go get something to eat. That's what I want to go yeah, do. But that's why you're sleeping, because you ain't it. Yeah, for real. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for joining us again on a Sunday evening. It has been great breaking bread with you, catching up, talking about the highlights of the week. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we end. Oh, yeah. Chrissy Blue says 876 Chrissy Blue. Please press smash the like button because you're all here. I don't miss about smashing the like button. Smash the subscribe button. That's yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Doing. Smash that as well. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we end as we started by saying, dream it, believe it, but most of all, become it. Come on down. See you guys in the week because we're going to do, I'm going to do a show in a week. Tony don't have to, but I'm going to do a show in a week. Um, I'm going to be speaking to, hopefully, I can go grab uh, a couple of pro fighters. Um, I, um, maybe Errol Spence because I talked to them two days ago. Maybe I'd like like to hear Earl Spence's thoughts because the, of the talk of him and Terence Crawford, which is trying, but we're not rightly sure when that's going to happen. But it seems like they're nearly, nearly Tundi getting this thing sorted out. So it'd be nice to try and grab him. But yeah, join me in a week. But big up, I mean, big, big, up, up. big up our sister. She just bigged us up. Chanel Kelly. Um, I am Shasty. She just bigging up the show, bro. Listen, let me tell you this. Hey, what Shasty after big? She's a proper boxing fan, you know, Tony. Big up Shasty, you know the set, bro. Proper, proper boxing fan. She don't play. She's really on this thing, and I see her with I see her with y'all at the at the Grime Daily, the Grime Daily um, party. Yeah, yeah, the the summer summer party thing that they had, which looked really really good. And he's moving like James Bond with open chest. I thought that was Idris Elba coming to play. (laughs) Man, look sharp. I said, and what you get on with? You start show chess and chain and and probably moving like some some pimp brother. <laughs> yeah, man. I you know what? It's it's cool. It's it's really good that the UK got our own thing because everybody runs out for this for the Jay Z the Jay Z thing that he does out there. So it's nice that we're showing like we're 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 propsing our UK artists and also uh, our UK celebrities that we have. You know what I mean, yeah. from from that that era, really nice picture of seeing like. Well, my, I mean, my little nephew and my, and my two brothers, like seeing Kano, Lethal, B, and Anti Yard together in that picture. Yeah, I mean, and Tony knows the reason why. Yeah, I mean, because they were the first three men to send condolences to me when they heard of my mom passed. So to see, yeah, I mean, that kind of touched me. But, you know, yeah, big up Shiesty. I really like the sister, you know, really nice young lady, man. Yes. And it, I mean, it's just great that, you know, you know, we can come as a, as a you know, and, and just, really represent and respect UK talent. You know, yeah. 
of the days when man has to be running to big up these um, these young man. Eh? You know me, I've always been a man like, I'm not even busy about these American man. Eh? I've always been like that from day one. I've always wanted to promote, big up, and and showcase the talent that we have here uh, before we go and big up these other man. Because these other man ain't bigging us up. They're not bigging us up. And if we get big up, they want us to go over there. And I'm like, fam. Okay. Okay. Come on, let's recognize. So it was great to see Daniel Kaluli, so much Kano, so many Come on, man. Come on, man. Pound Sterling, all of them, man, there. You know what I mean? Gigs. Nice. You know what I mean? Because what people are, see, like, on mainstream now, these youths are celebrities, but these youths are like the youths who. Who we've known for years, you yeah, know what I mean. So it's just nice. It's really nice. I remember who was it? Um, Daniel Kaluuya was in a. He was in a play called Sucker Punch, and Sucker Punch was I think Earl Christie trained him. The, the, <laughs> the late great Earl Christie. Earl Christie um, trained him for that, and he was in. He was in the play with another brother. Huh? Of course, Earl Christie died. Earl Christie died about seven years ago. Ten. Yeah, Earl Christie died of cancer seven years ago. Mm. Um, and yeah, Earl, Earl Christie trained him for for that. And so, you know what, that was, yeah, to see how far he's gone. I mean, it's a really good play. It's a play that's set in the 80s about two opposing sides of boxers. It was really good. Yeah, I mean, one was kind of like a Frank Bruno-ish kind of guy. The other guy was like a Lloyd Hannigan kind of guy. It was a really, really good play. So to see how far he's gone, it's like, yeah, salute. I'm not going to read that brother's comment because this brother's been chatting nonsense the whole show. We ain't put up his comments once. But, um, yeah, big up the UK. You know you know this set. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up finally because Spencer's food is getting cold. He wants to eat. And he just, you know, listen, we're all going to see each other. Gigs wins my mastery's primary school. Um, come on. You know, come on. And sis. Um, well, but we're proud of all these guys. We're proud of all these guys, and they just need to continue to represent and show the youngsters um, from certain demographics and certain. Come on, it's all possible, man. It's all possible. possible. You focus. You put your mind to something. You stay on the journey. You don't. You don't look left. You don't look right. You don't look behind. You just go forward. And, and you can do it. You can get there, you know. And 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 I, I'm I'm gonna be eternally grateful to these young people and the older the older guys and girls that are giving us an example, giving us a target. Because once because things it's like I always used to say to you, Spencer, the thing that used to got me get me mad is I used to be sitting in the barbershop and hearing the same nonsense week in week out. Every there's always a Malcolm X in a bar, barbershop, and I'm like, fam. Show me the thing. Don't talk to me. Show me. Show me the, 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 the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Nobody's going to come talking the same nonsense every week. Come to, And now we're seeing these, these artists that we grew up with, saw, went to our same primary schools, showing us that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And uh, long may it continue. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll end again. Sorry, I will be remiss. It's the 60th year anniversary of Jamaica's independence from colonial Britain. But you're still so, ruining the food shop. 
bruv. You people are too rude in a food shop, bruv. I'm going in there about Jamaican independence. You need some Jamaican, bruv. You need some manners in the food shop. I'm going into the food shop. I want you want. I want you want. Give me what, bruv. Just, bruv. I don't even want the food again. That's what I said to the brother the other day. I said, fam, I don't even want the food again. You come with a rough attitude about a way of one, a way of one. I want some bloody manners, mate. That's what I want. I might as well go and get some fish and chips. <laughs> now, you know what? I'm going to tell you straight. When I used to go to, I can't even say Winston. When I went into a Jamaican restaurant, when I was outside, to, I'm practicing my yarding before I walk in. <laughs> Away a word. Oh, bruv, I walk in a shop, some screw face business, some screw face business. I'm like, hold on, have I done something wrong or what? Or what? Bruv. Yeah, what you want? Yeah. Uh, um, how much is that? Tree pole. <laughs> no. What how much, how much is that? Tree pole. Not free, you know, tree. <laughs> tree pole. I'm like, you know what, love? I'm going down the road to get some fish and chips. Stuff it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've gone into one again. You know me, you know me. It's all jokes. It's all love. But happy Jamaican 60 of independence. Um, yeah, a lot of my Jamaican friends were sending me the thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. I mean, but yeah, I'm bouncing, bro. I'm gonna eat some full tarati. Lieta. Fish and chips. Eat some fish and chips. I am. A bit of fish and chips, mate. <laughs> All right, let's say let's do it one more time properly. Dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down. Peace two fingers. We out. We out. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.